0: welcome to the cosmic road trip podcast a
1: podcast about all things spiritual mystical witchy and woo woo designed for the modern babe
0: each week we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern day modalities
1: this podcast is for the dreamers visionaries change makers and risk takers life's too short to be boring so be prepared for fresh opinions taboo
0: topics and unfiltered conversations We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump
1: in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Erin Munoz, guide you through the universe.
0: Hi Erin, how are you? Good morning, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, it's um kind of been a crazy morning for me so I feel like I'm all over the place but other than that it's been good I say crazy morning it's not really been that crazy it's been just busy yeah just like fast-paced so that that makes it sound terrible but it's been good um so how was your your new years
1: um good we stayed home and did nothing really but of course I had to dress up so my kids were making fun of me because I have this ridiculous like it looks like a disco ball, um, this jumpsuit that's, like, pleather, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, silver and, like, iridescent, and I i was wearing my super comfy, like, sweatpants and sweatshirt, and I was just, like, it doesn't feel special at all, and it doesn't feel like New Year's, and because usually we, like, dress up and, you know, yeah. go, like, hang out with some friends or whatever, but... Um, yeah, so, halfway through the night, I decided that I was still gonna dress up, so I put that on, <laughs> and my, like, baby pink faux fur coat, and, um, some jewelry, and I felt much better. Oh, so. good, there you go, nice. <laughs> But my, my voice keep bringing it up, so. I'm making fun of you, on He was like, yeah, this year's off, well, Archer, my nine-year-old, was like, this year's off to a great start. Um, we had to... The first thing we saw in 2021 was our mom in a silver jumpsuit.
0: <laughs> so, you know.
1: Nice. Just doing the most. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
0: um, ours was pretty laid back. Ours is always laid back. We never do crazy stuff on New Year's. I, we A couple times, like definitely during college, and then after college a couple times, we would start to like go out and do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But... I just get, like, super frustrated and angry in large groups of people. And um, it's just, like, I love going out, but I just want to go out on, like, a normal Friday night where I'm not, like... bumping people and like whatever so for the longest time for new year's um we just did um or we just like find a recipe that we really like and make that and usually we have drinks because we start dry january january 1st but i started early this year and um so there was uh, levi had some drinks but i started early because i'm finishing early (laughs) so i'm getting my 28 days in or four weeks but um no, it was pretty low-key, but it was really cute. We I w- we were just, like, reading and, like, super low-key. Our internet doesn't ever work, so we couldn't even watch some of the movies we wanted to. Aww. And uh, Levi had – I didn't know if we were going to make it. Levi had gone upstairs to do something, and I was reading on the couch, not even paying attention to the time. And all of a sudden, I hear, like, him running back down the stairs, and he's like, Happy New Year's, and, like, gives me a kiss, and it was midnight. So it was really cute and sweet, and I Aww. love that. But other than that, it was really, like – low-key, and we made my my favorite teriyaki tempeh recipe, which I drool over every time. I I need to make it again already. That's how much I love it. So (laughs) other than that, it was really good. It was low-key, and I love, like, the energy of a new year. Mm -hmm. So, and I know, like, some people say, you know, like, nothing's different from December 31st to January 1st, but, like, as far as in the you know energetic field like technically nothing's different but i feel i truly believe like we have our own energy and then we have a collective energy like you know society as a whole and there's enough people kind of like
1: hoping for a fresh start yeah oh for sure and like
0: thinking that it's a fresh start or a new chapter that that energy is there like the universe is picking up on everyone's like mm-hmm. hopes and dreams and aspirations so it is a really powerful time in my eyes to kind of like set intentions and goals and you know i, I don't say resolutions anymore but um you know if that, if that's your thing that that kind of stuff too so i just love new you know i we talked about it in the last episode that i love like change and excitement and all of the fresh stuff, so it's very much something I'm excited about.
1: I agree. I think it definitely is like just a big, a big energetic time. And I, it's kind of funny because usually I feel like I, uh, like people usually say, I feel like excited and mm-hmm. I don't know more like you are saying, that, yeah. you know. But this year I feel so much different, and I think it's because, um, like. I've been reading about the age of Aquarius, which is what, I mean, we'll talk about today. And thinking about, like, all of this cool stuff that it could mean for our world and our society and, you know, like, just our collective. And I feel like there's still so much, like, shadow work that needs to be done as a collective, but, like, for me, too, personally, mm-hmm. um, to be ready for all of the things that I'm, like, looking for this year, mm-hmm. that it kind of is, like, like weighing me down a the little bit. The heavier time for yes. yeah. yeah, and instead of me being, like, yeah, let's do this, which I feel that way, mm-hmm. but I also feel like I have to break through this shell of, like, work that still needs to happen Mm -hmm. so it's it's definitely an interesting start of a year for me I don't remember ever feeling like this at the beginning of the year so
0: well I think everyone has different cycles they go through um you know I always like I know a lot of people kind of and I even made a post about this maybe in like Mm October-ish um of last year but I know a lot of people kind of start to like do they're almost like prepping for hibernation, like that is kind of the natural cycle of, you know, after the harvest is done, then you kind of start getting ready for winter. Yeah. I don't know if it's me or just the patterns that I've created in my life because I get so excited about fall and winter. Like it's my time of coming alive and kind of like doing, you know, all of the things and it makes me so happy and it brings me so much joy just like the cooler weather the holidays like separate even from presents I just love the holiday music and Christmas movies and the lights and being around friends and family even though this year was weird like all of that and I'm like the opposite in the summer like I know for instance like you love summer Mm -hmm. a ton and I have a lot of you know good friends who love summer but it's like my shadowy time like it's when i hate being out in the heat for extended periods of time and so it's like when i'm inside like so i'm not just laying around i'm doing like a lot of you know the work and probably my meditation is even more on point just because like i i'm inside even though mm-hmm. a lot of people are outside so um i think everyone can have different patterns like i don't think a lot of people look at the year energetically like I do in the, those ebbs and flows. So this is still kind of like my my go time, and probably while you're kind of working through your stuff, come summer you'll feel like lighter, brighter, and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is just another reason like everyone is different. It doesn't have to be the same for
1: oh yeah for, for sure. everyone.
0: So, yeah. what are you doing to work through your shadow stuff?
1: Um, just trying to be more intentional. I mean. It's so funny how like yesterday, for example, I don't know, you know, how many, I know you like follow me obviously, (laughs) but, um, I just felt so funky and I was like totally stressed out. I said like on my stories, I literally just want to put my head under a blanket and hide because that's how I felt. Like, like, where do I start? Where do I, and then I was just like, after I put that out there and heard myself, kind of, and was like, what am I doing? Um, I was like, I know all of these ways to, like, kick myself into gear. Like, mm-hmm. why am I just letting it get its get the best of me, you know? Yeah. So I grabbed my, went upstairs. I, well, actually, first I mixed up some pre-workout, just because, like, I hadn't had any coffee or anything that yesterday, and... So I drink a little bit of my pre-workout. It's all natural caffeine, um, and it just, like, helps me, like, gets me ready. Mm -hmm. I went upstairs. I changed, like, put some workout clothes on, and it helps. It's, like, a cute new outfit, of (laughs) course. So that was good. Um, It was yellow, and, of course, I grabbed my citrine and was just, like, I... I know. Like, I have the tools, you know. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. When people say, like, this is how I'm feeling, I tell them, like, grab a citrine crystal. Like, do something fun. <laughs> Move your body. Like, right. you don't have to stay there. So, um, but it's hard to, like, tell yourself that when you're oh, feeling yeah. it, obviously. So, For sure. So, I was just like, what am I doing? And as soon as I, like, put my phone down and... Just like started moving and started something, it was like okay, I can do this. Right. I I like know where to go from here, so I got a little workout in, and um, yeah, I just I just started checking things off my list, so it was good. But I definitely. Know that like I need to be intentional right now about like meditation in the morning, and I've been doing my workouts in the morning, and that kind of is a th- like form of meditation for me because mm-hmm. I just do it at home when everyone's asleep in the mornings, mm-hmm. and like I I feel so much better after I do it, and yeah, yeah I always have I know, like just really I'm trying to I'm starting to I'm not a big journal person, mm-hmm. but like when I'm having really emotional times or hard times or whatever. I turned to journaling, so... I was just going to say, you should probably journal, like, <clears throat> yeah.
0: earlier when you were talking. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I think that I definitely will want to look back and kind of go over all of this, because this is a really big year for me, so... Yeah. I mean, like, we're getting married this year, my salon's opening this year, like, it's just change, lots of change. We don't know what school's going to look like this year yeah. for everyone or the kids, so... I don't know. I feel like there's a lot, a lot of things happening and... Yeah, I no, just it's definitely a
0: big energetic year for sure. And, um, and I was just going to say, I have always have big, like kind of aha or drop in moments when I'm working out too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one today and it was kind of along the lines of, so, uh, I, I watch like a lot of times when I do cardio, I don't listen to music unless I'm running outside. When I'm at the gym, mm-hmm. I push myself harder if I'm not paying attention to pushing myself, if that makes sense. Like, I can just like, I was on the stair climber and I just like set it, which the stair climber kicks I love my the stair ass. Climber. I know. I it's I such a good workout. But it like, hardcore it kicks my butt and so I need something to take my mind off of it or otherwise I'll be like okay five minutes I'm done whatever Uh but um I was like no I'm gonna like do it and go for it and so I watch like YouTube a lot because I want to work on my mindset or I'll do like a you know some of my coursework or whatever but anyways this morning I was watching a um a pick-a-card by this woman that I love. And I think I've mentioned her before, but it's Conscious Evolution Journey, mm-hmm. I think is her name. I don't know what her actual name is. That's her YouTube channel. But she was doing a pick-a-card on star seeds, which I definitely think I'm a star seed, And um, it was, you chose, like, one of five statements, and then based off of that statement, she kind of did, like an intuitive reading and like picked cards and Oracle reading and whatever. And everything just hit on point. Like even down to the fact she was like, you know, I, it was over being a Syrian star seed. And, um, like, you know, a lot of you probably either don't want children or won't bring children into the world. And I was just like, damn, okay, like, that's never usually in any kind yeah. of pick-a-card thing. and um, but it's
1: not super common. No. But right yeah. now it's becoming a little bit more common than
0: previous, like, decades. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure, definitely. There's, like, a growing movement, and I don't feel like an odd man out by any means, but, I mean in our life we are probably the odd man out from all of our oh, yeah. friends and family. West you know, you're not like but the it's not super common. No, yeah. definitely not. Definitely not in this small town. So um but it was something I so I'm claircognizant, cognizant, meaning like for a lot of times and a lot of people I will just know something without having any proof or reason why I know it and most of the time I don't say it or like say it to the person if it's about something or if I do like my way of kind of presenting the information is always to be like I had a dream oh my god
1: that's what I do too
0: (laughs) so I'm like I don't want you to think I'm nuts because I want you to receive this information so that's how I'll like a Mm -hmm. lot of times say it but I have. That's how those,
1: I tell people they're having babies. I yeah, I've me had too. several clients yeah. that I've been like, "You're having a baby."
0: Yes, I the same exact same thing. I had a friend <laughs> like a while back, and we had lunch, and I was like, "Are you pregnant?" Like, I I just feel like you are, or like you're going to be soon. And she ended up that was what we were having lunch for. She was telling me that she was pregnant, so it was crazy. Jeez, you yeah. killed the surprise. I know, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but anyway, so. I have those for tons of people and it's never bad. Like I don't receive bad mm-hmm. like omens or anything like that. Like I'm not energetically available to receive those messages, but um, I also get them about myself, but I have this kind of, I don't know, reasoning that will be like, Oh, you're just hoping that that's the case and that's not true. But I have the same exact feeling that I would have. Like if I like, like I had a friend who was wanting to go back to school to be a lawyer And I like knew, like as soon as something clicked in, I was like, she's not going to finish law school. She's going into politics. Like this job that's an internship is going to end up being her full-time job. And I just know it. Like there was no reasoning behind it. Not that she couldn't have been a good lawyer or anything of that nature. It's just what I knew. And it ended up happening within like two months of me having that feeling. Well, I have those same kind of feelings. Feel the exact same way. It just drops in. I don't have to like think of it. It just like I know it, mm-hmm. and I will kind of like disvalue, devalue myself by saying like, no, you just want that to happen. That's mm-hmm. not the case, and on this message today, it was like, you know, the, the gifts that you have that you have for others, you have it for yourself as well. Like, you just need to trust it, and I just had this like aha moment on the stair climber that like when I think of myself and I have those same drop-ins about something happening, like believing in that and being okay with that is allowing myself to manifest it. And I'm blocking myself by like saying like, no, that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like why is reality not going to go against what I'm, you know, thinking or feeling about it. So I love, I'm the same way. Working out is very...
1: Like therapeutic. I, yeah, or, like it yeah. it kind
0: of almost takes it's away... It's spiritual in yeah, a way. It, I
1: mean, it makes sense when you really think about it.
0: Yeah, it takes away that kind of like energy that you can use to fight yourself or filter things out because you're using it to like physically do something. Mm-hmm. And it allows that to like come in clearer than it may have if you were just sitting there and not exerting yourself in some other way. Yeah. So I totally, I completely agree, but... Yeah, maybe on another note, back to you, since I just took that over, um, I feel like journaling would be really good for you, uh-huh. putting pen to paper. So, um, well, we kind of, obviously, we're talking about, like, the energetics of a new year and um, kind of where we're at with things, and Aaron brought up a good idea for this episode, and it's just so funny that it just kind of ties in so well with our intro that we just went on about, but... We wanted to talk to you about the age of Aquarius. Yeah, and I feel like right now we should play the
1: song. Like, you know? is there a song called Age of Aquarius? Uh, yeah, it's from like
0: the six
1: from early seventies, sixties, well, early seventies. I would know. You know, I listen so to hip hop. It's actually That's from um, it's from a broad, from a musical called Hair.
0: Oh, I think I read Age something like that Aquarius? when I was looking this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know. It's kind of
1: creepy, but I feel like oh. Casey Musgraves or somebody should like redo it and <laughs>
0: make just it less that out there in the universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it could be like super cool.
0: Mm. So <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and do that. Um, well, if you're unfamiliar with what the Age of Aquarius is, we're going to go over a little bit about that, and then some of the energy behind it, and what could be possibly coming down the pipeline for you. So um, I did some research just, you know, I obviously have my own thoughts and beliefs about things, but I wanted to try to give you an overview of really what it is and why um, we say that it's happening, right? Not we, while the, why the collective thinks it's happening. So in um, astrology, the earth so um planet earth changes astrological ages every 2150 years or so which is kind of crazy so we just came out of the age of pisces and based off of you know there's not actually just like this set in stone date of when it it, changes over yeah when it changes over it's kind of as we move into a new um energetic field and astrological field so
1: yeah and how everything's lining up basically yeah
0: i think in 2021 we're supposed to have like seven planets in aquarius we have the great conjunction that just happened with um saturn and jupiter and so a lot of astrologers kind of mark that as the new beginning um but you know if you're just kind of looking at, at a whole 2020 was kind of the last lingering effects of the age of pisces in 2021 more specifically if you want to look at it from um december 21st 2020 was when the grand conjunction happened that was supposed to kind of be ushering us into the age of aquarius so a lot of people kind of feel like that's when it happened
1: yeah so um a lot of astrologers they i mean obviously the way that our calendar works out is kind of cut more into, like, a very structured, you know, like, we have to be, we can't just be like, oh, well, this month can kind of end depending on how the sun, you know, is rotated. Like, depending on the sun's axis or whatever. So, they usually, dates um, of when, like, moving into a new sign or moving in, you know, to, like, pivotal a new age or something like that. It's obviously not going to be like today it starts.
0: Yeah, or... I heard this fact or this tidbit. I'm not 100% sure if it's a fact, but it just made me think about time and like even how you're saying it. Uh-huh. Um, they were talking about July and August, you know, or after Julius Caesar for July uh-huh. and Augustus for August. And um, they were arguing over time what whose month would have. The most days which is why they set on the same amount of days which I just was like is that true I'm have you ever heard that I haven't heard that it wouldn't surprise me I haven't but, heard that yeah but that would even just point more towards the fact that like time is irrelevant no wonder <laughs> I can't figure my sign out yeah so, <laughs> time is irrelevant it's not supposed to be that like at this minute at this day you know it shifts over. It's more of a energetic flow or a flow of energy into a new age. So that's why there's no set in stone date.
1: Right. If you, yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're witchy or, you know, into astrology or whatever, and you actually truly go off of like the astrological calendar, Mm -hmm. then it's not going to match up perfectly with Mm -hmm. your typical like calendar you have hanging Mm -hmm. on your bulletin board. So, um, so I thought that was kind of funny yeah, and cool. It's but, really yeah, it's really interesting. I follow um The Cosmic Revolution. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's so full of all kinds of astrological, spiritual knowledge. And um she was talk she always talks about like, well, we don't go off of that calendar or you know because <laughs> yeah. she it has amazing horoscopes and, like I said, so much knowledge about astrology and things like that. So she's really, really cool. If you want to, like, learn more about things like that,
0: mm-hmm. it would be super cool to have her, like, live uh, or something. Yeah, that would oh, be amazing. Be so cool. um, well, speaking of moving from the Age of Pisces, just a kind of overview. So the Age of Pisces was all about birthing new belief systems, so um, belief system structures things of that nature and a lot of religions came out over the last 2,000 Mm -hmm. years a lot of belief system structures even you know government structures and so it was almost kind of like this creative era of building and and birthing all of these beliefs and structures and now the age of aquarius is kind of like the person or the energy that comes in and goes through all of that and says this one works this one doesn't this one Mm -hmm. needs tweaked this one could be better hell no to this one it's kind of like the badass like Like, quality control, basically. Like, it's it's cleaning shit up that's not working and enhancing stuff that is.
1: Yeah, agreed. So, they're basically breaking down pillars of, like, that have been built, really. Mm -hmm. And so, in a way, it's funny because Age of Aquarius has this, like, amazing, peaceful, like, I don't know, like one-for-all, all-for-one type of, like, vibe. But then it also has this, like, destructive breakdown barriers come in and, like, yeah, clean house vibe, which is really what we need right now. If you, I mean, if you're not living under a rock, then you obviously know that our society has gone through so many, like, detrimental things. And we're talking about, like, the last 2,000 years, so... Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a lot of shit that needs cleaned up. (laughs) Like the Crusades in the Catholic Church and, like, all of these crazy, crazy, like, religious and, and, I mean, what our world looks like today, every single thing, the government, like, all of these things that we've built and that shape our society and the way that our world works, it's kind of... Like, basically, it's saying that now is the time for all of that stuff that's not working for us and all of those parts that, like, aren't really aligning with humanity's purpose. Mm-hmm. It's time to throw that shit out. Like,
0: yeah, I I kind of think of it as you, you were talking about, like, um, it's kind of like the peaceful rebel. Like, yeah. it... It is good with rules and structure, but it's not good with them just for the sake of having boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, um, limitations. Like it's fine if they're in place and like helping somebody, like for instance, like a speed limit, mm-hmm. like there's, they're not like just pissed off about any kind of like structure or belief. Like if it's serving a higher purpose, it's, you know, comfortable having that, but if there's something, yeah, yeah, but if there's something that's not kind of helping or serving the collective, it's more Pisces was very much I, um, related. Uh Aquarius is we related. So if it's not benefiting society as a whole, it's not interested in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's definitely how things have worked in our society. I mean,
1: like, look at our government. So we have this democracy that's turned into this like two party screaming match basically. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, like, yeah, all of the laws, all of the people, both sides are supposed to be looking out for the greater good. Right. Mm -hmm. But when it comes, I mean, when it comes down to it, I don't think anyone can deny that it's all about the rich people. It's all about money and power and the small group that has control over that, instead of being like, we can, all, we can all have these things. We can all live amazing, abundant lives. We can all like help each other, and that's how we rise higher, you know? Yeah. So it's super exciting to think about, hopefully, the generations right now, like our age, and kids that are being raised by parents who are conscious about humanity in yeah. general, you yeah. know, like living, living lives and like trying to serve purposes that actually do kind of, um, I don't know, like Care express about the those, yeah.
0: those values. Yeah. I mean, so, um, with Aquarius, it's very, like I said, rule structured and kind of a boundary follower, but it comes from a very, you know, unconventional place. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the word for society as a whole is unconventional for 2021. So um, an unconventional doesn't mean that it's like weird or way out there. Like obviously we're here for that kind of stuff, but overall it's going to be unconventional but with proof. Like maybe that's implementing a healthcare system that really does work for the masses and that people want and it's never been done that way. Just because it's never been done that way doesn't mean it can't work. But Aquarius is very um truth and fact um driven. They're mm-hmm. very scientific. Yeah. So finding kind of that balance between um, what's unconventional, but having proof to back it up. So I, and I think, I I don't know, I actually need to find out where like Uranus is within my chart, which is what rules Aquarius. I need to find out because I feel like I'm unconventional in some very (laughs) conventional ways (laughs) in my life. So I need to look into that. But, um, and the Big thing that will continue to happen, and it'll be no surprise to anyone here, is that technology is going to continue to advance at rapid paces. Mm -hmm. So, which I know some people have their beliefs and thoughts on technology, but I love it. Like, I think technology can do beautiful, beautiful things for us, so. Yeah, well, and it has. Yeah, so, um, oh, one thing that I kind of came across, and I just... It's not my necessarily um, belief, but it's said to be prepared for people in your lives to start having unconventional relationships like open marriages or, you know, even people that are in like more of a polyamorous type Mm -hmm. situation and to understand that like even if it's not for you, it can work for other people and to be open-minded about something like that that they will be changing, quote-unquote, the rules of relationships, which I thought was a little bit interesting. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: I think that kind of goes along with part of, like, just the sign of Aquarius that we miss a little bit. So when I was reading, like, if you look at, um, I don't know, like, illustrations and stuff like that of the Aquarius, like, sign, mm-hmm. in a lot of the images, it's been turned into this, like, beautiful woman with like long flowy hair and she's like pouring out, you know, a pitcher or like a vessel waters coming out of it. And she's like in the water or Mm. in front of water or something like that. But the older illustrations of Aquarius was, they were meant to look very like androgynous Mm. and not super masculine or super feminine Mm. and to just kind of be neutral So I think that that lines up a little bit better with kind of what you're saying. So when, I mean, it's already become super apparent, like people are, it's okay to be androgynous. It's okay to be a girl that dresses more like a guy or like, obviously now more than ever in the last 2000 years, it's become more of a thing. And like people are getting sex changes and stuff like that, which I'm not going to, get get into obviously that's not what we're talking about but um aquarius definitely has that balance of like the masculine and feminine energies Mm -hmm. and ideally society would kind of find that like ebb and flow which obviously in anything like balance is going to be the best but if we're if we're rising as a collective then like those people that can give and those people that can receive and we can all kind of, you know, yeah. like do that. It lines up so much better. I guess was my point with with oh, with different types of relationships and just being unconventional and mm-hmm. not having like breaking down those stereotypes pretty much.
0: Yeah. No, I completely agree. I I uh I definitely think and for some people like I uh I fall in the camp of, like, unconventional is my thing. If you're not hurting anyone, if you're, like, being a good person, I don't care what you do if that's from, you know, what you believe in as far as love or who your partner is, how you see yourself, if you you know, decide to, you know, believe something completely out there that's not in line with my beliefs, any of those kind of things. I don't really care. So I'm all here for unconventional. I think life is way more fun and exciting, like seeing things that you don't necessarily aren't present in your like day-to-day life every day. So um, I, I agree. And so I just thought it was really interesting to see the relationships could like be changing and you know um and they could change even from a love standpoint you know being more open to the um gay community the trans community any you know all of that and then obviously on a whole other level making sure that the systems that we have in place are working for everyone, yeah, not just white, hetero-Americans. Every, yeah, yeah. Every,
1: every walk of life, exactly. Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm excited for that as well, so mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Um, I wanted to, and we're not necessarily switching off of Age of um, Aquarius, this is all intertwined, but when I was looking, I came across, and we touched on numerology last year, but I came across what the collective number as a whole is and how it lines up so well with the age of Aquarius starting. Um, 2021 is a five year. So two plus two plus one is five. And that's my life path number. So I feel like this is going to be a huge year for me, like double amplification. Um, but it can sound kind of scary if this isn't something that you're into. Um, The number five is the energy of instability and change. So it's a point of emphasis in pushing boundaries, exploration, bringing in new ideas, and engaging in adventurous and fearless spirit. So, um, and I have a few more things, but I just, I I love that. Like just, we need change. We have to change um, on so many levels. One of the things that I saw... Over and over again was how the age of Aquarius and even a five year can affect the environment. I think if you're probably listening to this podcast, you know that global warming and the environment is like it, we're at a pivotal it, yeah, it's place. at its bre- like breaking point. If something doesn't change, we're fucked. And I don't want like I, I, I again, I'm not having kids, but I want like my nieces and nephews, Aaron's kids, you know, my friend's kids, other, you know, people in my life, like generations to come to have somewhere to love and to, you know, be a part of. So I was super excited about, fingers crossed, (laughs) and the environment being part of that. And maybe technology will play a point in that. Um, Sorry, I lost my point, or my um, place Oh, um, it just says expect the unexpected, and one of the things that I um, really liked was it's all about freedom. So Mm -hmm. freedom of expression, financial freedom, time freedom, love freedom, health freedom, and even though, like, the word freedom, you think it's, like, kind of... um, Un uninhibited or like there's no rules or restrictions it's kind of if you actually so health freedom for instance so if you're like health and wealth are my like vibe all of 2021 if health is my like if I want health freedom so the ability to um you know have a healthy body to do what I want when I want like if I want to go out and hike up a mountain six miles or whatever I need my body to be healthy and operating there will be rules that bring me to health freedom, and I don't mean rules like it has to be black and white that you can't ever devi- deviate from them. But for example, but there like are standards that you yeah, have to go working off out of. five days a week, eating more fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. or eating more whole foods, taking my vitamins like, those are rules quote unquote that yeah. I need to have to be able to have health freedom yeah it's
1: like structure that you're implementing yeah structure to, yeah. to help you achieve that and that's a, I totally
0: think that yeah. that's a good way to look at it or like financial freedom like you don't just financial freedom isn't just having like a million dollars deposited into your bank account and going out and spending it everywhere the structures and the rules behind it would be to invest to start a portfolio to maybe buy a investment property to turn that into wealth so that you do have financial freedom so there is that kind of like yes yeah that freedom that's totally available to you but the rules and structures of the age of Aquarius help kind of funnel you into that path Mm -hmm. if, if that makes sense so I thought that was kind of a cool way to look at it. Um, Well, to find your true direction, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool.
1: What else? Um, I don't know. I I didn't know if I wanted to read this at the beginning or at the end. But so I read, you kind of covered what, like what Age of Aquarius means for astrology. Um, So a lot of mystics or just astrologers that are more into like, the spiritual side, I I don't know if that's the right term, like spiritual side of it, Um, say that a common position, okay, so, a common position by astrologers is that the age of Aquarius as the time of pivot is when humanity takes control of the earth in its own destiny Mm -hmm. and its rightful heritage. So, well, I'll go on before I step, before I interrupt myself. With destiny of humanity being the revelation of truth, expansion, and consciousness. So, I totally think that that like goes along with what you were saying. It's it's obvious that we need structure because mm-hmm. like to stay on track, to stay focused, to make sure that there is balance and that you know it doesn't end up like benefiting one group of people and not another or whatever. but just I think it's so cool because that that is what the world should look like. and if we look at it as our destiny like as the path that we need to be on and that that's kind of like what the whole intention was for Earth and the people on it anyway, mm-hmm. then like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think the structure, some people like, and I'm definitely one of those some people that I'm talking about, like when I first hear structure and like, you know, kind of guidelines and boundaries, I immediately am like, oh gosh, no, I, you know, that's, that's not for me. But I think one of the ways of looking at it is finding structure or boundaries or rules that do support the kind of life that you're wanting here on earth so for example like a structure could be implementing a recycling program within your town Mm -hmm. or um, like how New York, for example, has gotten rid of, like, plasticware for to-go items. Like, it's bamboo plastic or... Yeah, not plastic, but bamboo it's bio-degradable. or... biodegradable. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Or they've gotten rid of styrofoam. Like, those are all very structurally driven. You know, they're enforced by the government. But I don't think anyone is going to go around and be like, that's bullshit. Like, you right. know, it's a very... Prof- not profitable, that sounds bad, but a very value driven structure, I uh-huh. guess. So I, I loved that and um I I couldn't agree more. Everything that well, I it's came across that was
1: people wouldn't have done on their own. Yeah. You they know, may not like, have like why and, why would fast food restaurants pay more if they don't have to for yeah. to go I or to go
0: packaging containers, yeah. or
1: containers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think the benefit behind it is when those kind of things happen, so for instance like The environment and animals are huge motivating factors for me just kind of in general. Like, I carry my own little paper straws in my purse or whatever. That is very, like, different from a lot of individuals that are in my life. And the fact of the matter is, like, having something like a structure or a government able to kind of implement those kind of changes is huge. Like, because some people, it's not that they hate that idea they just have different like values and beliefs and driving forces that they think about more and that's totally fine because the causes and the you know, things that they care about need that attention as, as well. That's why we all have different beliefs, dreams, values, and ideas. It takes all of us to kind of be focusing on what we care about to kind of balance the, the world as a whole. So, um, that's why we're called a collective. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I don't, I'm not sitting here trying to say that the government's going to like solve everything. I know I just use like recycling program or like, throwaway containers. There's tons of stuff that individuals can do on their level to kind of implement, you know, like, okay, maybe your city does offer recycling. It's up to you to put the structure in place to have a separate trash can at your house that you put (laughs) put your recycling in, you know, whatever it is that's still on you. Um, And so as an individual, you can... uh, affect the collective so i think that Mm -hmm. that that's kind of cool and um kind of taking back that aquarius is a very um individually or you know individuality is very prominent in aquarius energy Mm -hmm. but that individuality working towards a collective consciousness of the world that you want is how change is going to happen Mm -hmm. and you get to choose like for me, being vegan, plant-based is how I choose to uh, affect the environment and to help animals. Somebody else may be very driven by, um, you know, world hunger. Somebody else is very driven by adoption and foster. So all of those things matter. It takes all of us to kind of build that up. So I thought that that was kind of a cool thing. And I saw this quote by an astrologer, and it was off of um, Well and Good. His name is Adama say and it just says, in the age of Aquarius, the power is turning over to the individual and giving them the freedom to choose your own reality based on what aligns with your soul, which is exactly what I just said as far as what aligns for me and what feels good for me is different, like, than what aligns and feels good for somebody else, but following that will help the collective, mm-hmm. so... I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because you're coming from the right place, first yeah. of
1: all, I think. But you're it's like when you're informed and when you are like coming from a place of wanting better life for the collective, then yeah. I think that your goals I mean, no matter what you're into, that's gonna align it's gonna align.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to like sit there and take away maybe you don't and I think that you should obviously have some sort of vested interest in looking at the Mother Earth and Earth. all <laughs> of that. But maybe your like kind of what aligns with your soul isn't necessarily like like you'll recycle, but you're not going to go out and like you know maybe do a. Um, not a strike, what's it called when a protest, like maybe that's not your, your thing, but maybe like you care about the environment and you're raising like amazing children for the next generation to like, know not to throw trash out the window, which still to me amazes me to this day that that even happens. I want to go around, maybe my life purpose is to go around and throat punch those people, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like that, maybe like, you're you're super into business, and like that's what fires your passion up. and you decide to like, you know, start an incubator for green and conscious companies. Like there are different ways. It doesn't have to be that like you're on the front lines of being an environmental activist or um, fighting for necessarily gay rights, but maybe your boutique, you know, brings in clothing. Mm-hmm specifically by um, underrepresented minorities, like whatever that is. Like there are ways (laughs) that it can affect it that don't mean that you have to be this like, you know, like I said, an activist in some form. Like your activism can be something as simple as choosing to buy from black-owned companies or, you know, supporting your local community so it can continue to thrive. All of those things matter. Whatever lights you up is what you should be going for and and, whatever you have access to like you
1: can change the world from where you are yeah exactly you can raise the level of consciousness from where you are like if you're a third grade teacher then like teaching those little people that you come in contact with every day like yeah that that the earth is important and that you know, we can do small, they can do small things to to help make it better.
0: Yes. I think is that we think individually we don't have power and that's what the age of Aquarius is, is placing the power in the individual Mm -hmm. and allowing that to come out however you see fit. But to know that like your, you know, thoughts and dreams, how you have them can affect if you're an influencer, like Supporting companies that you want other people to or buying from eco-friendly or sustainable brands or... Just being um, conscious of conscious where or those doing things a, come from and, yeah. yeah,
1: the companies you work with, like, how they do
0: business. Yeah, or World Hungers your thing, like, running an annual food drive or whatever that is. Like, you can do it. It doesn't mean that you have to give up, like your idea of what excites you. And I always use influencer because I feel like influencers always get this like bad rap, like, oh, you're just an influencer or the fake influencer on whatever. Um, you can influence in a way that makes an impact and still gives you a badass paycheck. Like there is, oh, yeah. you know, like it doesn't have to be just because you like to talk about clothes and it's truly your passion. Like I know people that have just like, you know, like one of my best friends growing up has cared. Uh, she was always into fashion, like even the outside, like crazy fashion where I'd be giving her the side eye. And I'm like, Ashley, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you wearing? And now she runs a nonprofit, like vintage, um, it's called do good. It's in Kansas city and they, um, like a secondhand store, but it's very like, high quality items Mm. and things of that nature and it's super chic and like amazing like that's that's great like you can do those kind of things so I just don't want anyone to feel like guilty about going after what lights them up just kind of honing in on how that idea can can better the collective yeah yeah So, I mean, shouldn't
1: that be everyone's goal in life, really, is to do what they love and to make the world a better place? Like, that's really what it comes down to. And Age of Aquarius is so cool because it's like, duh, like, this light bulb comes on and it's like, this is what we should be doing anyway. Like, the government should be working for the people because it is the people. Like, um, I I watched this. I don't even know how. I, I got, like, sucked down a rabbit hole reading about... Age of Aquarius and, you know, just all of the things that people, like, think that it could bring or, you know, whatever. But I was trying to find it because now I can't remember her name. Mm -hmm. And this woman, she gave this TED Talk about how, like, so basically, she, her favorite song when she was a little girl was Age of Aquarius by, like, from Hair, the musical. Mm -hmm. And she remembers thinking about the lyrics when she was a little girl and no. and uh it basically says like oh my gosh I want to pull it up here hold on um but it says that like when thing when everything aligns in the stars basically that our world world will be a better place and it's oh. about like love and harmony and um it, it's it's really cool so well, wh- anyway, her, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, while
0: you look it up, I was going to go through um, and tell everyone, um, just because I love when podcasts do this and give you something that's specific to you. Um, I touched on numerology earlier, and you can figure out your life path number. It's super simple by taking the month, day, and year and adding it all together and breaking it down until, until you reach a... Um, Single digit numbers. So, for instance, if you were born on like January 1st of 2020, let's just say for instance, you would take one plus one plus two plus two, which would be six. So, your life path number would be six. So, I'm going to go through, go ahead and add your numbers up. Like, I'm April 13th, 1986. So, I'm a five. Do you know what yours is off the top of your head? I'm a six. Okay, you're a six. So, you can go through and, um, What's your What's your actual full birthday? August 23rd, 1991. Okay, so I'm just giving examples in case somebody's trying to, like, add theirs up. If not, you right. can find a calculator. So you simplify down to the smallest numbers. Yeah, like if your number was, um, you know, for instance... 32, you would then, if you add everything up and you get 32, um, you would then take, which is what I get when I add mine up, then you take the three plus two to get to a five. So um, if not, if you don't want to do math, there's calculators. So (laughs) this is your... Life path number for 2021, what's going to be kind of coming up for you. So life path number one. After a quiet year of 2020, you decide in 2021 to move on and make some changes in your life to fit your deepest aspirations and your true nature. Your destiny is in your hands and you know it better than anyone else. There will, there will, that's a, there's an error there. Okay, there will no longer be any question of lamenting. Lamenting? I can't talk. There will no longer be any question of lamenting your fate or waiting wisely. One thing is certain, you won't be bored. So, life path number two. You'll continue on your way quietly without asking yourself too many questions and without giving in to doubts. You have understood that torturing your mind does you no good and prevents you from moving forward. This year you are calmer, more mature, and more serene. Okay, life path number three. You know what you want. This year, you're rolling up your sleeves and you—oh my gosh! This year, you're rolling up your sleeves and you'll be more determined than ever to achieve your personal and professional goals. Nothing and no one intimidates you. You expose your ideals and projects without blinking in front of an audience that is not always won over. Once your priorities have been defined, you set to work without counting your hours or your fatigue. Okay, life path number four. There's no time for indecisiveness. You base every choice you ever make on stable, concrete values. Everything you do is thought through meticulously and logic is your best friend. As a result, your energy and more imaginative ideas can sometimes be restricted by your strict set of moral values. Little will happen in the first part of 2021, but rest assured that your efforts from the six months will undoubtedly pay off. So that that one sounds good. Put in the work in the first half and see what's going to happen in the second half. Like, it'll be huge. Um, life path number five. So this is me. It says, the more the months go by. Oh, it says, in the midst of transformation. <laughs> the more the months go by and the more you feel an intense need to change your life, at least to change what no longer suits you or brings you Nothing. This transition will be greatly beneficial to you, throwing out everything that's getting in your way. Your biggest challenge will be to silence the doubts and uncertainties that knot you from within you and prevent you from moving forward. I hadn't read that, but that just very much falls in line with the fact that I was just talking about I doubt myself and then allow it not to happen. So this says, This is the year of all possibilities. It's up to you to break the codes and impose your rules. I hadn't even read that. That's perfect. Okay. (laughs) So you said you were a six? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So this is yours. It says, a period for reflecting. You'll do a lot of thinking this year, whether it's about your relationships, your professional life, or even your role in society. You feel that you're evolving, but many question marks remain, and you don't know what to think about them or where to start. Fortunately, as the months go by, your points of view become more refined and evolve, and they will have astonishing results. As you will have understood in 2021, reflection comes before action. There's no question of rushing head first into action. Oh, she's, like, tearing up, you yeah. guys. Um, I feel like that's very fitting. Erin hasn't seen these. I printed these off at home. So it's just so funny that she was literally like, I have a lot of, like, I just feel like I have work shadow through. work to do I need before I can be, like, pumped up about this year. You guys, I'm just telling you, when stuff oh. like this happens, it always gives me chills. And I swear to you, I hadn't read mine. I copy and pasted it um, so that when I, like, talk about stuff, it's very, like... Genuine. Genuine. And she hadn't seen it either, so... Um, just this shit's know. real, it people. is, it's it real. is. <laughs> okay. Just a couple more. So, life path seven look to the future. The first trimester is going to be tricky, tricky, but fortunately, it doesn't last. Spring is promising and allows you to put in place certain essential changes in your life. No need to hurry, you must think about what you can give more meaning to your life and allow you to blossom. You take a step back to reflect better and even, <clears throat> excuse me, even come out of the boxes of old abandoned projects. By looking at things from a different angle, you'll find new solutions. Life path number eight, it says, show the world what you're made of. You'll be particularly fierce and enthusiastic this year. Nothing and no one can stop you in your mad rush. You need to show what you're capable of. You don't hesitate to show off and prove to the world that you're worth it. It's a great year for your activities and your career. He'll take a significant step forward and expect a change of position, more responsibility, a salary increase. Anything is possible. Ooh, coming in hot, life path number eight. That's Jacob. And, uh, there you go. Oh, well, <laughs> there we go. Um, How much is Levi? Four two six. 6, I don't know. I'll have to, 4, two nineteen I'll have to do the math. I can't do it in my head. Um, I'll do it real quick. Okay. Life path number nine, look after number one. It says, in 2021, you have an appointment with yourself. The time has come for introspection and big existential questions. It's a great inner plunge that lies ahead, a pilgrimage that will allow you to find yourself again and to decide what truly makes you happy. It's a gentle metamorphosis, an opportunity to put aside your resentments and bitterness and turn towards a more serene future. Make the most of your reflections. Oh, I love that. So those are all um, everyone's uh, life path numbers. And I thought that that's just kind of fun to do so that you have a little bit of information about what's coming down the pipeline. Um, None of those are negative or bad change, transformation, any sort of um, journey or metaphysical, spiritual, physical, mental type of hurdles that you're going through. Those can be loving and beautiful and simple, and they don't have to be hard if you don't resist them. So, um, there's no reason that you have to... Um, He's a nine. Oh, okay. There's no reason to be afraid of those. So, ooh, that's that's Levi. He's looking after number one. It says it's a gentle metamorphosis. Hmm, I like it. So, um, I'll have to let him know. It's but he
1: stopped eating dairy.
0: <laughs> Probably. Probably, yeah, no kidding. Um, so anyways, I thought that those were kind of fun and not like, you know, I don't want anyone to be afraid of theirs. Um, what you need is what you will get. So if it's coming up into your life, it's the medicine that you need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll know, like I said, we hadn't seen these. And how we were talking about our, like how we were feeling energetically, is 110% what's coming right. down the Isn't pipeline. That so funny. I know, I love it. So, um, I think we should close out by reading these lyrics. Yeah, because I they're think pretty so epic. too. Yeah, but either way, you guys are gonna have an amazing 2021, so take these um, lyrics to heart and, and be ready for it. Okay. So, the song is
1: actually called Aquarius Let the Sun Shine In. Aw. So, Here we go. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. I'm not going to repeat Aquarius as many times (laughs) as they do. Harmony and understanding, sympathy and trust abounding. No more falsehoods or derisions. Golden living dreams of visions. Mystic... Crystal revelation. Ooh. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> and the mind's true liberation. Aquarius, Aquarius. When the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Let the sunshine, let the sun shine in. Let the sun shine in. I'm not going to repeat it that many yeah. times because it goes on and on. Yeah. Um, and when you lonely, let it shine. You got to open up your heart and let it shine. When you feel like you've been mistreated, let the sun shine in. And your friends turn their backs upon you, let the sun shine in. Just open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Um, there was another really good line. Okay, so let the sunshine in. I want you to sing along with the fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Open up your heart. And let the sunshine in. Um. So that's pretty much it. It's just it ends with a super long chorus. Yeah,
0: I love that. those
1: verses though. Are, are pretty are pretty awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I it love should, it. It should make you feel good. Like I said, somebody needs to remake it, and it's not going to be me, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it will not be me. I can't sing to save my life, but... Um, no, I think it's perfect. It's, like, a nice way to end it, to uh-huh. know that, like, the you get to decide what the rules and structures are in your life to bring about the life that you want this year. So Mm -hmm. know that like when you hear people talking about boundaries or structures, like if they work for you, they're meant for you. If not, blow them up and move on. So um, I think that, I mean, and I'm saying that as much as I need to hear it myself because I don't like rules and structures. Mm So um, I need to know, or like hear what I say what I need to hear. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that and are excited for the upcoming year because I definitely am.
1: Me too, for sure. I feel like uh, it's going to be a great year for for the collective. It's going to be a,
0: a year of big
1: things. Agreed.
0: Well, we love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you like this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming.